spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday's portion of the show, baby, is brought to you by Parker and Sons. Plumbing and electrical. They're not the one, but the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, coming up in a second, we're going to tell you, uh, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist out there and you're going to vote, the word on the street is vote at the last possible second. We've got second. a plan. Vote at the last possible second. We're going to tell you why. Uh, we got a plan for that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb. Don't you know him? I bit? do know. Okay. So, uh, Love me some Mark Lamb. All right, Sheriff, in uh, your part of the uh, dirt uh, por- portion dirt of the... People. I will see him every once in a while. You, can, you can't miss him. Okay. He's ginormous, and he's got <laughs> his jeans on and his truck, and he looks like, hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh, obviously outspoken about the border. Uh, he's got to deal with it. There's no question about it. I want to play a clip. This is Sheriff Mark Lamb. Uh, this is what he said today. I think I could confidently say that slavery has never been more prolific in America than it is today. Women are being ab- abused and raped. Children are being put into the sex trafficking trade here in America. All right, let me play it again, just so you guys can hear it. So this is Sheriff Mark Lamb. I think I could confidently say that slavery has never been more prolific in America than it is today. Women are being ab- abused and raped. Children are being put into the sex trafficking trade here in America. Men are being extorted, forced to carry drugs. And it's happening on our watch as Americans. Okay. He's not right. No. If, if you want to, if you want to, I understand. I mean, is it prevalent in far more ways than we realize? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in 1860, let's just say. In 1860, there were 4 million slaves in the United States. Yeah. Okay? In 1860, if you were black and you lived in the United States, there was an 89% chance you were a slave. Yeah. Okay. That is 1860, 4 million. In 2016, there was a study that said, let's talk about modern slavery. In America, 2016, modern slavery, 400,000. Okay. So... Mark, Mark Lamb is wrong. He's got the numbers wrong. But what is he trying to say, though? I, I think if he said, you know, it, it's it's because if you want to talk worldwide, worldwide, uh, 50 million people are trapped in slavery worldwide. That is a horrific number. Let, 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 here, here's something for you guys. The World Cup, which is the biggest the biggest event on the planet, blows right. every, it makes it makes the Super Bowl look like nothing. Will be played in just a few weeks' time as it kicks off in Qatar. Sixty five hundred people have died building their stadiums because when they arrive there for jobs, they are forced into slave labor. And if they die, they just pave right over them. That is the kind of stuff that's happening in some places out in the open and other places. It's just indentured servitude or it's human trafficking, young boys and girls. It is awful. He's trying, but he's also he's try- trying to point out Mexico. Really, right. this is what about the right. human trafficking, all of the, the coyotes saying, hey, you're going to work for us. Well, I mean, I also, you know, I don't agree with what he said at all, but uh, and I don't like to compare like what happened here in America with slavery. My goodness. You know, that's our first sin. That's our big sin. Yeah. So with almost 50 million people trapped in slavery worldwide, you know, what does the world do about this? Because it happens all the I mean, think about. What is what is what is today's modern slave look like? Uh, someone who's sex trafficked. Yep. Right. Uh, you know, they're forced marriages around the world. 
Um, Somebody know, who's just a regular guy trying to cross the border, who's they capture their family and say, you now work for us, you're going to carry drugs, or we kill your family. Yeah. How about a prostitute in the United States? You know, you could say that that is a, a form of slavery. Um, maybe the person chose it. Maybe the person did not chose it. Maybe they've got, uh, you know, someone that, that forces them to do it. I guess you could go that that could be sex, part of sex trafficking. This is part of the sex You know, there's a difference between, you know, we think of, uh, what's that place out there in the uh, the Bunny Ranch? Okay. Out in the, uh, Steve, what's that place you go all the time? Oh, is it the wise man? It's oh, the Bunny oh, Ranch. Okay. So, uh, or it is, uh, oh, you know, that is man. a different thing compared to somebody who is forced to or told they're coming over here to work as a nanny and they're basically. Basically, everything's taken away from them, and you're going to work off this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's a little bit more from Sheriff Mark Lamb. I've had a 200% increase in traffic stops involving humans being trafficked into this country, oftentimes into slavery. What the cartel understands is they can only sell you a pill one time, but they can sell you a woman or a child hundreds of times. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I've talked to Cindy McCain about this. This is uh, this is something that's big for her. You know, she's trying to put a stop to, uh, you know, the sex trafficking. And, you know, we have the Super Bowl here in Arizona. And Usually this the is biggest time for prostitutes. Yeah. And you know what? I think the last time the Super Bowl was in Arizona, I talked to Cindy McCain about, you know, what are you because she's you know, what are you doing to try and stop this? Um, and there are a lot of people out there that are trying to stop this. I, I don't know how you do it. I think a lot of times you got to call attention. I mean, like if I were to ask somebody out there, how many, how many, if we're talking modern slavery, how many thousands of Americans are in modern slavery? Do you think someone would come up with the answer of 400,000? Yeah. I, I don't know. No, no I think, I, I think, think it's so. probably closer to, I would say, nearing probably closer to a million. But don't you think that people would say, wow, 400,000, that's a big number. I don't really buy it. Well, because you, and you're not going to see it. See, this is the problem with the way that the cartels and so much of this is done is this is not what we when we think of slavery, we think of of what we saw back in, you know, and and have read about and the history of, of slavery that we really picking cotton and doing all the things. This modern slavery is done in homes and they're kept there and they're never seen. And you don't even know they exist as a human being. Mm. Gosh. All right. So Sheriff Mark Lamb says slavery is more prolific in America now than ever before. I think if he were to change it, it's more prolific in the world. And it's definitely more prolific than you probably have a realization of Mm. that's going on. Yeah. 50 million people considered to be slaves on this planet. All right. Coming up next, why are conspiracy theorists right here in Arizona begging you? begging you to vote at the last possible second. We'll talk about this garbage coming up next. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, every morning at 8.50, I uh, join our buddy Mike Broomhead. In between his sets. You guys don't know, uh, Mike brings, uh, he brings uh, mechanical bull in and weights. I give the uh, Big Q. By the way, I was, was busting him. I said, hey, what are you doing this weekend? He goes, I got nothing. And I said, listen, I'm putting you on a dating app. And he was started laughing. He's like, no, you can't do that. And I said, listen, I think you and I should actually put him on an app. Put him on a, put him on a dating app. I don't know how to do it. Wise man, 
from what he said you do over the weekend, last segment, maybe you can find a dating app. We can put Broomhead on it, and we can give the guy a life. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's my cue today. Walmart announced uh, an inflation special. Customers can get Thanksgiving meal staples, such as uh, turkey, potatoes, and stuffing at last year's price. So they're rolling it back. Uh, will you buy an inflation turkey from Walmart? Yes or no? Uh, 55% say no. You're all snobs. Why, why would you not? Is the turkey different? I'm not doing it. Like, is it a different kind of turkey? I don't know, but I'm not buying it from Walmart. Why? I, I can't do it. It's a, I That's wanna, a snobbery. It's total Apparently, snobbery. Well, I'll take yours then. I wanna, I'll get mine and yours. I want a bougie turkey. A bougie turkey. I want it's a bougie the, plump you know it, bird. It's the same turkey. He's like, I, where I'm did not... you guys go to college? Oh, I went to Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. Same one. Same it's turkeys. not the same one. No, it's same turkey. No, they're same thinner turkeys. birds, I no. bet. No. They're thinner birds. I'm thinking. They're fatter birds, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mean, mean, mean. Oh, Chad. Oh, jeez. Stop making me laugh. All right. Uh, Becky Lynn, you're going to go buy the bird? At Absolutely. The no, no. Bird, 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 bird. I've just got to think it tastes differently if it's a Walmart, right? Is that wrong? Is that terrible? Yeah, that's wrong, and it's not right. Well, it's I go to Walmart same... for other stuff. Well, then why would you not get a turkey I there? I feel like, I, I don't uh. know, I feel like i got to go to AJ's for turkey. Mm. Oh, goodness me. You meet Barry there? <laughs> <laughs> we, should ask, we should ask people that. Yeah. Where what? do you want to get your bird from? You want to go to Walmart or you want to go to AJ's? We're yeah. going to uh, well, if you get it from AJ's. I'm hoping they've, they've already cooked it for you, and then I might consider it. Well, they should feed it to you with the prices there mm. too. We're going out to there. Talk to my mom today. Hey, you want you want to hear something crazy? Do you still call your mom by her first name, Mary? Yeah. Oh God. So I called her. I what called her today. Uh, uh, we were not a close people. We're much closer now than we used to be. I said, I said Mom, I said, you uh, said hey, Mary, uh, what are we doing? You know, for Thanksgiving, and you know, we we're talking about it, and she goes, I had to rent a car. I said, why? She goes, Chad. They stole our van in July? That's right. In California. They cannot find a part. We still don't have our car. So the van is not re- done. It's it just was, sitting there. It was a van to I get remember, your little yeah. brother mm-hmm. around because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And they still don't have it. They st- The guy's can't like, fix it. we can't find an aftermarket and we can't find a new one. Gosh. This may take another six months to a oh, year. That's oh, terrible. Gosh. Oh, I'm that's terrible. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. That's awful. Yeah. So your little brother can't leave the house? He's been leaving the house, but he's at a, he's at a position now, and because he's so stiff with the cerebral palsy and everything, he's at a position now where getting him inside of his car seat is virtually impossible. Oh, that's terrible. So There's got to be something we could do on this. Uh, so What's the part that's missing? It's a catalytic converter, and it's got to be a specific one made for these kind of vans. Uh, and, and it's California, too, so that's also the other nutty side of things. Oh, it has to meet a certain standard yes. That, yes. that it wouldn't meet. Yeah, so, and that's part of the problem, I guess, finding aftermarket is hard to do because they don't really have them because all their standards are kind of new. Oh, boy. All right. Mm. Well, I hope you guys find one. That's just terrible. Yeah. Hey, uh, have you seen uh, the new uh, the story out? <laughs> have you seen the story out there about uh, what conspiracy what conspiracy theorists are urging people to do here in Arizona when it comes to vote? Well, I've seen a lot of. Is this a new one? Yeah. So now, con- is this an idea that they're coming up with? Who knows? They're insane. Uh, conspiracy theorists are urging you in Arizona vote as late as possible on election day to stop the steal. What? Yeah. Vote as late as possible. As late as possible to stop the steal. So as late as possible. You're going to vote in person. I'm going and just, it's, this is not some special thing. It is just going to the actual poll. Just go late. 
Now, you know, we were we we have been over this story many, many times trying to figure out why. Well, what is the reason? I don't get why if you show up in the morning and vote, what's the difference between that and, of course, showing up last second? There is no difference. Your vote's going to count. Holding up by showing up late and being in line, holding up the count, maybe? Do they think something is going to happen? I think think that if you're a conspiracy theorist and you want to go ahead and vote late, as late as possible, they want the polling places, then they're hoping that they run out of ballots. So all they can do is scream rigged. It's like a backup plan. Uh Oh, I went to vote and it was 30 seconds before the polls closed. And you know what? They don't uh, they don't have any ballots. That is interesting. Which, by the way, they should have ballots. And most likely, they will. Well, they'll be able to print them out right there unless you're in Pinal County, baby. So let's talk Where about we that. we guesstimate. Pinal County does not print out, excuse me, uh, in Maricopa County, they print the ballot for you and hand it to you. Yeah. Okay, that's how they do it there. In Pinal County, they guess. They've got a certain number of ballots. They guess how many people are coming there. And during... Uh, uh, the the uh, the primary, they ran out of ballots. And they're like, listen, go out to dinner. Come back in 10 minutes. Come out in an hour. We should have some ballots. Maybe we'll have you write it in the dirt, and then we'll fill it out for you when the ballots get here. Just make your mark. Right. <laughs> so if you're a conspiracy theorist and you think the election was rigged, A, I feel a little bit sorry for you. B, uh, go and vote as late as possible because that's what the other uh, conspiracy Because that's going to stop whatever theorists. you think is going to happen. Yeah. This is where we got to, kids. You guys all enjoying that? This is it. Yeah. That's yeah. so insane. Can't wait until Wednesday when everybody says they got screwed. When everybody said, oh, my oh, gosh. It's coming. It's coming. It is so coming. And here's the thing. How can I have been up Pennsylvania, by one point? They just said Pennsylvania and Arizona will probably be the last two when it comes to uh, because of the way we count. They will probably will be the last two to decide the Senate and many other things. So get ready for. It's also because we're on different time. Uh, well, Pennsylvania's way ahead oh, of us. Oh, I thought you too. said California. No, no. So it is going to be. I should well, listen to what Let me you tell say. you what's going to happen in California. Everybody that's <laughs> blue wins. <laughs> right. That's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. All right. Coming up next. Sure, uh, up. Well, it's almost 3.30. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynn is a, a newscast. Snarky. Uh, we're going to be snarky. We're going to interrupt it. We're going to try and be polite, but yet snarky. And uh, we call it holding up the headlines. Coming up. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic, now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. Time to hold up the headlines. Here we go. With those headlines, Becky Lynn. Arizona votes. Just a few days until the midterm election, and most polls are showing the top races in Arizona coming down to the wire. Most polls are showing a slight GOP lead for the governor's race. Fox 10 Insider Advantage and Remington Research show Carrie Lake up three points over Katie Hobbs. Lake has a tad smaller lead than others. High Grounds shows Lake up two points, and Maris actually has Hobbs up one. For the U.S. Senate race, Maris has Kelly up the most by three points. Remington Research and High Grounds say Mark Kelly is up over Blake Masters by one point. Fox 10 has them tied. But all polls are in the margin of error, meaning all of the polls are virtually tied. Nick Sadowski, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Find that Fox 10 Insider Advantage poll that has Lake up by three. Very interesting because 
that same Fox 10 Insider Advantage poll on October 25th had Lake up 11. And now it's three. So either the 11, you buy it, and now she's flailing on the way out. Or you say, yeah, that Lake plus 11 sounds a little bit uh, too much to me. Three, eh, maybe I'll, I'll be able to buy that. Yeah, I think that's probably closer to the truth. I, I still think the momentum's on Lakeside. But, uh, uh, you know, we have a few days to try to make the final pitches to the people that probably... You're really making pitches now to people that probably don't want to vote. Mm. Uh, that's who... You're not, you're not looking... The independents and people that haven't voted yet, they just don't really want to vote. And so you're trying to convince them. I just I don't know how much uh, you know that they're going to be able to do 18, in the next couple of days. Eighteen percent of independents haven't voted and may not. That's the difference in the race if they start to vote, unless they split, and then we're even again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, God. No. We're holding up the headlines. Yeah, an estimated eighteen percent of the state's independent voters haven't made a decision uh, about Arizona's I next just, governor. I, I just said. That. I know. I said. Yes, that's true. Oh, I, and I, a Valley political expert says that's a pretty high number this close to Election Day. High Ground Consulting has Republican Kerry Lake holding a one-point lead over Democrat Katie Hobbs. In the governor's race, Paul Bentz with High Ground told KTAR's Get Us Gent Show, if independents do surge, it would likely favor Hobbs. If they don't, the advantage goes to Lake. What we're looking at now is it doesn't appear like Republicans are interested in re- increasing voter turnout. I think they would just much prefer that these people don't show up at all because I think they know they have a better chance of winning the lower the turnout. Ben says when there's no president on the top of the ticket to motivate independent voters, many of them will simply just not vote. Jim Cross, KTAR News. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're voting now because of the president, you're probably voting against him and his policies. And uh, that's not a good thing. If you're Hobbs, uh, I just I just don't know if you're going to move move the needle here to get people to come out and vote, because I think if the people that are going to vote, even though they haven't maybe officially said it, they've made up their mind, but they're sick to their stomach about it. And I still think there's a lot of people who are just going to sit this one out. Ten percent of Republicans are voting for Katie Hobbs. I think that's a pretty interesting number. That is a big number. That is a big number. That's a good number for Hobbs. We're holding up the headlines. Just days before the midterm elections, Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer is worried, despite audits and court cases, that there's still a disagreement on the facts of the county's elections. He adds that's informed their strategy this election. Relentlessly pushing back against these falsehoods because we firmly believe that truth can be known. And if we say enough about the process, that people will understand and we as a society can have a shared set of facts. However, he acknowledges he's not sure some people can and be convinced of the security and accuracy of the county's elections. And don't vote. Yeah. If you don't think it's if you think the whole thing's rigged, stay at home and don't vote. Yeah. If you don't think you're if you think it's all rigged, why are you even going to the polls then? I don't get it. If you feel that you're going to go and and your vote's not going to be counted or they're going to steal it, yeah. why then then why would you waste your it. time? That's stupid. If you feel that way. And by the way, if you feel that way, you're 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 you're, you're beyond talking to yeah, right now. At this point, yeah. Yeah. You can ask questions about certain things that may have happened and you can, you know, investigate it and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you really think this whole thing is completely rigged, then don't go and vote. Save us a whole bunch of time. Stay at home. Yeah. And don't vote late either. (laughs) I know, right? That's a conspiracy thing. There was a conspiracy theorist. Hey, go and vote last second. That's the only way your vote's going to get counted. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Voting actually is a right 
and one Valley attorney is reminding both bosses and workers to know how to exercise that. John Belitis with the Jennings Strauss Law Firm explains employees are entitled to three consecutive hours to go vote without worrying about losing pay to vote. But he tells Mike Broomhead Show that employees do have to give at least 24-hour notice that they need this accommodation. It's not going to take you three hours to vote. <laughs> yeah. You might have to stand in line. Nah. We know the ballot's going to take about a half hour to fill out when you get in there if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's going to be interesting it's right there. really long. And there are, there are 55 judges and justices. You skip all that because nobody knows who to vote for. You skip all the judges and stuff. Well. That'll you, save you a ton of time. azcourts.gov. Barry Markson told us last night. On Arizona's evening news, shameless plug there, that's where you go and you can get the um, reviews of all the judges. And there is one that has a really low rating. Barry's dead to me. (laughs) Really? No. That's not very nice. No, I tease. I don't. Either uh, way, if you decide to vote yes on everybody, it's still going to take you a while to fill in all those little circles. Listen, There's fifty-five. I will. I will study the props because that is important. But I'm not voting for a judge who I don't know. You know what though? I I I, I can say I'll say this right now. Pay attention to who your DA is. Pay attention to who the judges are, because in a wild, wacky, weird world where we live now, and they're just releasing people and things are happening, and we saw what happened here last time, you've got to pay attention. Holding up the headlines. If you saw some futuristic-looking vehicles in North Flagstaff last month, you weren't imagining it, and you weren't alone. Mark Reagan with NASA's Desert Rats team says they were using the ancient lava flows to test new moon rovers. We had a whole new generation of team members that are doing this for the first time that needed to learn their parts and how to make this kind of test successful. And it involved living and working inside the rover for 11 days in the zone. Reagan says the rovers could be used on any of the Artemis missions, the first of which is scheduled for this month. I don't have anything intelligent to say about that. You, Chad? Uh, no, it's just awesome what we can do here. And we could be on our way. The Artemis, to think about it, there's something that's driving around. There's something that's here in our state, that's the, and, and it might be in space one day. So you do have something intelligent. Yeah. And headed for the moon, headed for Mars, headed for, for, for places beyond. I think it's interesting how much space stuff we do here in Arizona. Yeah. You know, with U of A and ASU and, and things are created. And, and, and we have UFOs here. And we have UFOs. We There's no so doubt about that. Hey, look, this was it la- the, earlier this, this week. Actually. Driving home, I'm like, "What's that thing going over in the sky? That the rocket they fired that was out. SpaceX, right? But still, it's still awesome. Still, it was there. That thing was weird. That was last week, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're being invaded. This is it. Oh, it's, this is it. I'm like, it's gonna happen. The first thing I'm gonna say is I'm gonna text Gatos and say, "Told you." Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "Do it now before the midterm, so we don't have to deal with it." We're holding up the headlines. Okay, we're going to stay in space kind of, sort of, for this one. If it isn't severe weather disrupting airline travel, it's COVID. If it isn't COVID, it's an unruly passenger. And if it's not an unruly passenger, it's Chinese space junk. While SpaceX has mastered the art of the reusable rocket that makes a soft landing after launch, the Chinese still depend on gravity 100% to deal with their space debris. This morning, the airspace over a large swath of Spain was closed, and online betting pools took wagers on where a 23-ton rocket launched a few days ago from China would fall back to Earth. The concern, of course, was that it might land on a populated area. The U.S. Space Command now says it came down in the south-central Pacific Ocean and was a threat to no one. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. China, they're trying to kill us all the time. It's, it's, it's the Communist Party. I'm looking at you, Xi, Winnie the Pooh. Right? You don't care. And they wouldn't care. If that thing would have landed on people, they'd be like, oh, that sucks. We'll what would we have done money. if a 23-ton 23 23 ton. thing landed in Gilbert? Like, we're at war then. 
That's war. War! Don't you think? Uh, I think there's going to be some serious questions being... Uh, we would probably scramble and shoot it down in some way, shape, or form, but... Uh, what if it would have landed in a place where they don't have that kind of, of, of technology? Here's the thing, too. It's If you think about it, I mean, imagine here's the Earth and here's this thing and it's coming at the Earth. The fact that it landed in the ocean and not on populated area is absolutely a miracle. Well, it should. It is. Well, I mean, we are... Yeah, you know, three quarters of the Earth. I don't is, care. But it's, uh, you know, with this, well, you can't see me. Teeny tiny compared to you know. Yeah, Julian's looking out the window. What are we going to hit with? Yeah, next? really. Yeah. Oh my lord! Could you imagine that? What no. happened? Oh, no, I our could show, not. Our, our show went sideways when the giant spaceship landed <laughs> on it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. Holding up the headlines every day at three thirty. Coming up next. Well, he sang to us from his balcony in Barcelona during the pandemic. Barcelona. Now he is making his big return to the valley. And he joins us next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Chad, you remember when he was singing to us uh, from his balcony live on the air? Not from just to us, Barcelona. To all of Barcelona! That's right. And then he would come on and he would sing here on the show. Yes. Because he's a tremendous opera singer. His dulcet tones oh. are about to. And it was during the pandemic when everybody had to stay inside. Well, our good friend is uh, back here in the United States. He's ready to take Tempe by storm. Gus Farwell is joining us, former ASU QB. Of course, on that 96 team, he was backing up Jake Plummer. He's an opera singer. And from Barcelona all the way back to the Valley. Gus, how are you, my friend? Gentlemen, how are we doing? Wow, you, you guys are your guests are giving me PTSD just talking about all that balcony stuff. Oh. You know, I think the last time I talked to you, I was in my bedroom. And now I'm here in my in my dressing room at, at ASU Gamage. So, uh, man, what a, what a difference uh, some time makes. Uh, how are you guys? We're good, man. You know, you bring up a really interesting point. Do, do, do those memories of you going out on your balcony while you're in lockdown and singing uh, does it does it bring back like the the does it does it bring back like the the, the feeling in your gut that things were were so bad or does it hey i tried to do something nice and cool for people during covid yeah a little bit of both for sure yeah. i mean it, it it was tough you know i've been kind of doing some some things and people keep pulling up video of it and uh you know my wife's here with me this week and and every time we sort of see those videos we just go like man i mean it seems almost like a lifetime ago but at the same time it's just you know it's still the nerves are a little frayed still um, cause it was, it was brutal over there, you know, it was the worst lockdown in the Western world. And, you know, our daughter didn't, daughters didn't go outside our building for 45 straight days. We couldn't exercise. It was, uh, it, it was, it was tough, but then, but then you remember the other part of it, which was, it was a really special time, you know, being out there with my neighbors and everything else in that community and, and just, you know, going out every day and singing off my balcony and, uh, <laughs> it's still a mystery to me that that anybody took any notice of it at all. But um, it, it just became a really special time for me and and my family. And you know, we got to be there together. Uh, maybe a little too much. Like I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Some people, you know, that was a lot of time. I got to be I honest with you guys. You guys must yeah. really like each other because uh, <laughs> marriage is like a ten hour day. No, Chatty couldn't wait to get on the balcony. Yeah. No kids out there, right? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, thankfully, my wife never pushed. You know, uh, so it, it was just um, she, you know, it, it was always every day. It was it, there was two questions. It was what, what's for dinner and, and what's 
with dad singing tonight. Gosh. So, um, and, you know, man, it was 65 straight days. It was pretty intense. Uh, I got to tell you, it was a grind. You know, at the, at the beginning, it was kind of fun, and then it kind of sort of kept going. And, you know, it was only supposed to be two weeks. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Only two weeks. So just not. flattening the curve oh. and all that kind of good stuff. And, what a nightmare. And then it was just like, you know, two months later um, and, and still going and saying everything from Mozart to Meatloaf. And, uh, you know, and, and pretty much everything in between, just trying to come up with things to sing and entertain people and try to keep spirits up. And uh, it, was, it was a crazy yeah. time, man. It was a crazy time, but it, it's so great to be back here. All right. Gus Farwell is uh, joining us, former ASU quarterback at Gamage tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. 730. I'm, I'm, I'm in here right now. We just finished up rehearsal. And uh, final rehearsal, and we're we're geared up and we're ready to go. Right. We're gonna we're gonna bring the house down, hopefully. So uh, so we got thirty seconds. Can you put the phone down and uh, and give us a little bit of tonight as we go to break? Sure, sure, right. sure. Here we All go. Right. Ready, right. we... Gus Farwell, everybody. Oh, all right, there you have it. I think he said VCR. Gus uh, Farwell, go see him tonight at uh, Gamage. Hey, Gus, thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, right. brother. Have, good, have, a, have a good one tonight. Break a leg. Yeah, go get him. He's awesome. Gus Farwell, former uh, ASU quarterback in town, Camage, and he is just uh, terrific. All right, coming up, we've got midterm mayhem, mayhem four days away. Stick around the Gatos Chat Show.